This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time college All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay. I got Pearly with me. Welcome to the show. Pearly, what's happening this morning? Nothing much. An awful lot to talk about as usual. Looking forward to it. And uh, one of our favorite athlete uh, uh, announcers uh, today. So that's awesome. Yeah, we got Taylor Twoman, my nephew. Uh, also, Keith, uh, he's MLS media star. He's a star at ESPN. He's doing some hosting of, um, of SportsCenter, that iconic uh, uh, show. He's also... An MVP in the MLS, ESPN's lead soccer analyst. Anyway, uh, foundation, this foundation is about Think Taylor. We talked a lot about Tua, concussion stuff that's going on. So, yeah, so that's going to be neat. So we format a show like Around the Golf, and the first segment is called the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Gateway uh, section of the PGA that consists of over 300 men and women across the area that are doing just great stuff, growing the game in the trenches, doing things for all of us. Uh, each week, we also give away a dozen TP5 golf balls. To enter, send me an email, j at jdelsingolf.com. Put the word balls in the subject matter, and you will be entered for that drawing. Pearl, let's just tell them, let's just tell the folks who won, who this week's winner is. It's Tim. I'm not sure if it's goody or good. It's Tim, G-O-E-D-E. He is our winner. Last week's winner was Brian Harris. We have, we're up to date with getting the balls out to everybody. want to thank Jeff Thornberg, <clears throat> Jeff Thornhill, sorry, with uh, TaylorMade Golf, who's done just a phenomenal thing for us to provide this, uh, this cool giveaway. We also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132 for the inside or the outside of your home. Great people and doing a good job. All right, Pearl, we have a lot to cover, and the interview with Taylor went a little long as you can imagine but a couple of things two of the most obscure rules happened in the last 10 days or so maybe two weeks now on on uh, across the world two different situations one down at sanderson farms one at the italian open i'm not sure if you saw these things but it's so weird first of all the thomas peters the belgian is standing over about a 30 foot putt and he's and he's in the middle of his routine going through it Makes a, he makes a backstroke. Someone in the gallery around the green in very close proximity coughs or sneezes or distracts him, Pearl. He tries to stop his stroke. He hits about three or four inches behind the ball, and the ball literally goes a foot and a half. Is this, on his, was this his practice putting stroke or his actual uh, His actual putting stroke. His actual putting okay. stroke. He okay. got to replay the stroke because it was deemed, according to the new rules of golf, that he hit it. And was not intending to hit it. I looked at it. I watched it. I'm like, oh. wow. Well, I thought if you address the ball, your intending, your your intent is to hit the ball. He got through the middle of his. He got through. Well, the, you know that's interesting. That's interesting, Jay. Because if you go up on the tee, and you tee the ball up, so you've addressed it, and you just nudge it off the tee, you don't have to you play that ball. Right. I know so you get to retee it no stroke. So, so I, I see where the angle is now. Well, John, it brought to mind in the. Ascension Charity Classic qualifier that we are with and Brian Cooper on the 13th green at Norwood. We're standing there and it's his turn to putt. He's 30, 40 feet from the hole and you and I are looking at our putts and the next thing you know, we turn around. His ball's nearly rolled off the green. Well, I forgot to give you crap about that because you referenced then a Barry Jekyll incident so i'm thinking you're you're going you're going 45 oh, years back oh they killed me on right, that coop's looking at you like who the hell's perry jekyll the, the, the night of the jackal what the heck are you yeah. talking about back I, there delsey i know i know and they had changed that ruling and it worked out for the betterment of him in barry's case john he was probably 45 feet from the hole we were playing at the byron nelson it was crazy windy marked his ball went down by the hole the wind hit his ball rolled it down to within a couple inches of the hole from about 30 or 40 feet. But the old ruling, he had to put it back. No, no, no. No, I'm wrong. The old ruling was he got to play it. 
So he got to tap in for birdie. Brian Cooper's ball rolled off the green. The old ruling would he had to have to play it off the green. He got to put it back. And so my question to you was, how, where does he place that ball? Because he doesn't know the exact spot, and that's supposed to be a thing. There's a lot of things. I know. So that's, of things. Anyway, okay, and so, so that, then, that's the one ruling. What's the other? The one? second ruling was with Sam Burns last week down at the Sanderson Farms. He's he's on. Gosh, I forget what hole, eighth hole maybe or something. Hits this drive and hits an overhead wire, and his ball goes careening out to the right. He just stands up, has his caddy throw him another ball, and pipes one right down the middle, and went on like. No big deal. One of his playing partners was like, what's going on? He goes, my ball hit the wire. And his playing partner said, I know, but he didn't realize it is a must replay. It could have hit the wire and gone in the hole, and he has to replay that. And that is something, Pearl, I don't know if I've ever seen that on the PGA Tour before. And, you know, we play a lot of college golf. That that There are wires and all sorts of well, one junk of the biggest out there. shots. One of the biggest shots of my college career was at the San Joaquin Valley, the 18th hole. I'm coming down the third round. We we're very much in contention. I block my tee shot. It goes in the right rough. Somehow the ball's sitting up. I hit this wild flyer lie three wood right at the pin. Hits the wire. I have to replay it. So now I have to drop the ball. Of course, remember we dropped it what shoulder height or behind our back, whatever it was at the time. And now that ball goes straight down about three and a half inches of rough. I'm hitting sandwich trying to slug it out 20 yards to get it to the fairway. So that easily could have cost me, I don't know, somewhere between one and three shots. After I got mad, stomped and stewed and shanked the next two shots, I think, think it cost me four shots. No, you had a good <laughs> tournament there. Where did you finish? I did have a good tournament. Yeah. I did have a good tournament. Yeah. But that was that was one of the ones that uh, did not work in my favor. Right. You know, that's going to wrap up the, the On the Range segment because our interview with Taylor is quite long. But I'm tipping our cap today. Uh, the tip of the cap is brought to you by my friend Colin Burnt and our friends at Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. Just saw Colin this week. Folks, if you want to meet Colin, just send me an email, j at jdelsongolf.com. I'll personally introduce you to him. Pearlie's got a vehicle from Colin. I've got a vehicle from Colin. My daughter Joe's got a vehicle from Colin. And my niece Alex is, is just now getting ready to buy a vehicle. So he will take care of you. I'm tipping our cap to Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. Completely off the subject of golf, but what they've done for the city. We just had the most remarkable wrap-up to the 2022 home stand, and they honored Albert, who to has surpassed Babe Ruth, and um, not only home runs, but in RBI, so he's second all-time in RBI, and they honored Yadier. And the memories, the world championships, the things they've done for the community, just, just terrific. So it was a really special day last week. I'm a huge baseball fan, and I know a lot of you are, so we are honoring them. And I want to thank Colin at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. That's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. We'll be right back with a Taylor Tolman interview on the front nine. Jay and John will be right back. I want to officially welcome Darty Business Solutions as the new title sponsor of this show. So who are they? Well, first of all, they've been headquartered in St. Louis for the last 37 years. They're the number one largest IT consulting firm per the St. Louis Business Journal. They're also the number one largest software development company per the St. Louis Business Journal. They were voted number one top workplace in St. Louis for large companies. There's over 2,500 teammates in 30 states and in three countries. There are 11 Darty regional development hubs in and around the world. If you live and or work in the St. Louis area, Chances are that through their business or their extensive community work, Darty Business Solutions has done something positive near you. Check us out at darty.com. That's D-A-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y.com. Folks, do you need a new car, truck, or SUV? Then the Dean Team of Kirkwood is the place for you to go. 314 966-0303 and go see Colin Burnt. He just got me into a new SUV and I love it. Boy, did they make the experience painless and super, super easy. Most dealers don't have any cars in their lots, but at Dean Team of Kirkwood, Colin has an entire parking lot full of new and used cars. You don't want a VW? That's no problem. They have Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, anything you want. Colin and the Dean team of Kirkwood will go get it if they don't have it. Call them at 314-966-0303 
or go to deanteamvwkirkwood.com. The Dean Team, for all your car buying needs. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. For golf tips, news on the latest equipment, and everything golf, log on to golfwithjdelsing.com. The front nine is coming up. Folks, are you in the market for some additional protection for your ride? You need to call my friends at Vehicle Assurance. Their number is 866-341-9255. Sherry Fain is the owner and president, and she and her team are committed to helping you with your unexpected auto repair bills. They are committed to finding the right protection for you, your budget, and your family. They only work with the top vehicle service providers in the country. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. That's Vehicle Assurance, 866-341-9255 for a free quote. 866-341-9255. How would you like access to 90 holes of golf? Well, that's what happens when you join at Whitmore Country Club. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And guess what? No cart fees included in that deal. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, two large pool complexes, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendar includes holiday parties, picnics, date nights, live music. They even have a kids club for your children and much, much more. There's junior golf, junior tennis, and swim teams available. This is a family-friendly atmosphere, and they have a wonderful staff. If you get out there, you got to poke your head in the golf shop and say hello to my friend Bummer. He is a terrific guy, and he will help you with your game and show you around. And don't forget, there are golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, and couples events available all year round. Visit WhitmoreGolf.com. That's WhitmoreGolf.com. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me, and we are headed to the front nine. It's brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. We already know the dates. Next year, September 5th through 11th at Norwood Hills. Get there. Check it out. It will be fun. All right, we are going right to my interview with Taylor Twoman. He is ESPN's lead analyst and a former MVP in the MLS. Taylor, good morning. Buddy, we are old. I'm oh. 42, and you're introducing me as your nephew? Uh-oh. Start over. over. Dude, make us younger. What the hell? Start over. Go I know. To, I hey, know. Hey, Jake, go back to Taylor Delsing in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to tell that story. We've got to tell that story. So, folks, we're, we are down at the Disney Classic, which is ha- we played on the Magnolia and the Palm Golf Courses, and they have a father-son golf tournament. And you are how old? Five? <laughs> No, I think it was a little older because remember my huge-headed brother was about say it was nine. I okay, think nine's the safest bet on that. Okay, so they've got this really cool father-son golf event, not father-child, father-son, <laughs> and of course I have four daughters. So your mom and dad and James, who decided to go flying off the golf cart like right in the middle of one of our turns, which yep. we could talk about that later. But anyway. You and I got to play as a father-son, so you were Taylor Delsing for an afternoon on the, on the I think they used to call it like the Wheelinks, the Disney Wheelinks yeah. camp, and we had so much fun together. I think we played with Doug Toole and his son. And, we did. And who was our third? I, I, Ray, it was Raymond Floyd and his Raymond, son. Oh, and that's always weird. Yeah. <laughs> the best part of the whole thing for the listeners, though, Jaybird, is the fact that it What's the the best part for me is this, and for anyone that knows me, you know how much I love golf. But Jay and I are sitting there, and we're going to hit the ball a mile. That's what we do. So we do that, and obviously Doug Tool, Raymond Ford, everyone in that group's like, "Wow, this group's going to be good." Until I five putted the first green. Well, <laughs> but we got to we got to put a, a, a big a big asterisk there. So Disney has got all of this property, and they do things extremely well, except for the greens on their little links course because they were astroturf (laughs) remember and i said i said i remember on the first one i go but this is going to be fast and then i went and i I went and got my wedge yeah i I went get the memo 
I just went and got my wedge. I was like, I'll just yeah. go get my wedge. And then I chipped it back up there three feet, and then I got my wedge again. Remember? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the Tiger Woods-Charlie Woods uh, golf tournament that the viewers and the listeners are, are, are used to. This was a lot different, although we di- I did get a plaque. It's somewhere. I don't know where it is. somewhere in this house. And it says Taylor Delsing, and that was the end of uh, that career. I remember, I remember them calling you up to get that award as Taylor Delsing. I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but we're we're, we're committed. We're too far along the line, man. We can't turn back. Oh, <laughs> it was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. So so how's it going, man? Tell us a little bit. We are so excited here in the Lou, as you know. St. Louis City, which your dad has got such a huge part of, but Carolyn Kindle, the 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 only female ownership in in uh, MLS, the the city of St. Louis, which is such a soccer mecca tale. I mean, we are so excited to get this thing going. Yeah, I mean, the one thing we have to tip our cap to is what the Taylor family has done. Obviously, Carol Carolyn has done so much of that, and she's. The face of that, but everyone behind the scenes, the Taylor family did everything and more because to do this in a pandemic, to do this when inflation is through the roof and to over deliver with everything that they promised, they promised the stadium, Jay, they didn't promise the stadium that they built because that stadium that they built is better than what they promised. They promised the training facility. It's better than what they promised. They've over delivered in all the important ways of building an infrastructure and setting the tone. Now, obviously, an MLS Next Pro, St. Louis City 2, has had great success. They'll be in the Western Conference Final this weekend. So they've just done a lot of things the right way. But that city loves it. There's few cities in America where soccer's at the, at the heartbeat of what the city wants to be and what the city is all about. And so I just, I'm extremely grateful um, I'm extremely humble in the sense that I am from St. Louis and, and I was raised that city made me who I am. But for that family to believe in what they're doing and to deliver what they're doing, Don Garber, every time I see him mentions, buddy, you didn't tell me that that's what this is going to be. 50,000 plus season ticket deposits, Jaybird. 50,000. It's ridiculous, Taylor. I mean, the, the, the Taylor family, I've had the pleasure of doing some business with them on the golf side. And the, these people, the, the, the culture that they develop within their organizations, I mean, they, I, I sit around listening to dinner and, and Chrissy Taylor gets up there. And I mean, if she told me, come on, just, just jump off the table, we can fly. I'm going. She's just that kind of person. She's dynamic. And, and so it's no surprise that uh, these guys do things at the level they do it at, Taylor. And we just finished the Ascension Charity Classic here in town. And, of course, nobody on the Champions Tour is getting uh, courtesy cars for the, the players because of the pandemic and because of the, the crunch on vehicles, except St. Louis, because yep. of Enterprise and National. Yeah, it's just what they do, Jay. They, but But – I think the most important part for the listeners is that they believe in the city. They love their city. They love St. Louis. They stand for St. Louis. They wouldn't be doing this any other place in this country. And so, but they're going to also do it their way. They want to do it their way. So it's going to be unique. It's going to be extremely exciting to see what that team is like in 2023 and beyond and what Lutz Fahnenstiel is building and what he's trying to do. And, I just know on a personal level for my father to be involved with the community aspect and just to deliver a, I would say, a service more so than a product to the community that's been underserved in so many ways, and yet soccer's still always been there. Uh, I just, I think of the players that, you know, Albert Pools, who I played Legion Baseball with, Ryan Howard, David Freeze, all of these guys, Jay, that grew up in St. Louis, that saw Bush Stadium, saw the Cardinals, they knew it to aspire. Jay, do you have any idea what that stadium's going to do for the sport of soccer? I don't think people fully understand. When Jason Tatum for the Boston Celtics is telling me, buddy, did you see the stadium? Like that, I don't think people fully understand what the impact is gonna, that it's going to do for that city, how it's going to make it more inclusive from people in North County, South County, West County, East County, everyone coming to the games. It's going to make downtown more affluent. 
Jay, I just don't think people can uh, really fully grasp what's going to happen when that stadium opens up. Taylor, there's no question. I have been blown away watching that thing come together. And the, the uh, oh, it's so state-of-the-art, the location. I know some of the things that happened to the Taylor family in this project with the state and on-ramps and things like that. And these guys just took on hurdle after hurdle after hurdle seamlessly, and they said, we got this, we've got this. And The the one thing the listeners don't get, Jay, and you and I have been there, Soldier Field, when they redid it, looked like a UFO landed in old Soldier Field where my dad used to play, right? Yep. The difference with this state-of-the-art, it doesn't look like, it it looks like it's been there for 25 years already. And that, that I think people don't fully understand is that when you're driving downtown and you see it, you're like, oh, that, what's that? That's been the, it, it's not, it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. And I think people don't really get that. And when I first saw that, that was the first thing that stood out to me. I was like, wait a minute here. This is 2022. This is state of the art. And yet they did it in a way, kind of like Camden Yards was done yes. as the first new baseball stadium that had the retro feel to it. And yet it was brand new. It's funny, St. Louis City kind of did theirs the same way, and I love it. Taylor, that's a great analogy between Soldier Field and this because I can remember driving, making that turn on 55 and going by, and I'm like, what happened? Like yep. a, it's like something from outer space came in. But to to your point, what, what they've done is, is just incredible. Taylor, let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned something that is really dear to my heart, sport and bringing people together. And, and there is nothing better in my opinion, than watching a collective group pull together for one, one common cause. And to, to have the soccer groups and the fanatics and the fans be included in this now in our city, it's a really big deal, man. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, soccer's culture around the world, Jay, it's still growing here in the States, but it's driven by the supporters. It's driven by the fan groups. And so it's different in the States in American sports because they're closed leagues. There's not open, you know, it's not an open system. There's no promotion relegation in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, and so on. And so it, around the world, those supporter groups, those fan groups, their livelihoods, for the most part, depend on where that team is playing and how successful they are. They are. So St. Louis City knew that if they're going to do this right and they're going to do something that's way past my generation and the generations to come, it's going to be, have to be driven by the city. It's going to have to be driven by what makes St. Louis so special compared to other cities in the United States, and, and that is about the fan base. This team better win. This team better be a great product when they open up because there's very few cities that have a standard by which you play the game, a standard by which you win the game, You know, people underestimate here in Boston and around this country, the St. Louis Cardinals, we've grown up with that team winning. And if they're not winning 80% of the time, then there's something wrong. And so that's where this is going to be extremely unique. I think MLS is going to see something they've never seen before because it's not a big market. It is more of a Midwestern, Southern, you know, smaller market, so to speak. And so when that comes – and yet there's going to be sports talk radio talking about your St. Louis city five days a week. Jay, I, I just the, the magnitude's actually hard to describe and hard to articulate because it's very hard to measure what that's really going to look like in the city. Well, Taylor, you're absolutely right. And that's why having the Taylor family as we go, as we walk this back just a little bit is so crucially important because what the DeWitts have done when they stepped in in the late 90s and bought the Cardinals and and continued this extremely high level of standard is it's it's not easy to do look at around the major leagues I'm not talking about just the big leagues in baseball the NBA the NHL the the NFL man you can't how many teams have winning seasons back to back in the NFL anymore I mean this is not an easy thing to do no it's not and especially when Baseball, you rely so much on your farm system and development. I mean, obviously the Cardinals, you know, could be at the forefront of the top five best franchises in this sport for the last 50, 60 years. And they've done it at a monetary value that's a lot less than what the Dodgers, Red Sox, Cubs, Yankees have done. So uh, that's where St. Louis City's more than likely 
going to aspire to be. They're not going to spend with the likes of Toronto and Atlanta and LAFC. However, with that academy and with the right, I would say, spending on key players within the league, I think that team should be successful. I think they have to be successful. And if not, the fans are going to hold them accountable, and there's not a better place to be. No, there there really isn't. The, the, the growth of soccer, you know, we're both baseball junkies. We're both sportsmen. We just love them all. But baseball is really in a tenuous spot right now with oh, just the, the length of the game, the, the loss of spectators. But soccer's headed the other way. Give us some... Give us some feedback and your take on that, because as you said earlier, it's growing so much in the U.S. Yeah, I think the most important thing to look at is the demographic by which every corporation is looking at, and that's 18 to 35, 18 to 38, however you want to define that. And baseball is not even on baseball is not even on the uh, on the radar. Uh, Three years ago, Jay, to give the listeners a, a good idea of this, they did the top 100 quote-unquote, most popular athletes among that generation and among that demographic. Mike Trout wasn't on the list. There was one baseball player in the top 100. One. That was Bryce Harper. And yet when you look at the list, it's littered, littered with soccer players. And so I don't think people understand the magnitude of what the video game FIFA did. I don't think people understand the magnitude of we now, versus when I was a kid, can watch any soccer game in the world at any given moment with the Internet and with games being, you know, streaming and all of that. So I can watch any soccer game I want. I could literally not watch a single game until the World Cup came around every four years as a kid. So the only thing I knew was 1990 in Italy, 1994 here in the United States, and then 1998 as I was going to Maryland. Then all of a sudden Champions League starts showing up, FIFA starts showing up, and so – Soccer's always been, quote-unquote, the sport of the future since my dad was playing in the NASL, Jay. But now that future is actually here, and what you're starting to see are measurables of how to define that. The NHL is nervous at their ratings, not Stanley Cup playoffs. That's different. But their regular season ratings on ABC are the same as Major League Soccer. There's now measurables where you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? Baseball is the one that is sweating Baseball is the one that is fret. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to fix it. They're talking about shifts. They're talking about all this stuff. The kids do not, do not want to go and not run around and not be engaged because they don't understand how in 2022, with all the other options they have, they got to go to a baseball diamond for two, two and a half hours, have two, three at-bats, maybe touch the ball two or three times, Jay, it's weird. And people in St. Louis are going to think I'm nuts. No, it's not. The Aspen Institute showed the numbers. They've gone down like 600% in participation in the last 10 years. Nobody wants to play it anymore. If you look at the initiatives and things like that, they've fallen so far short of the things that they've tried to do. And MLB, I mean, again, we're, we're going to say this for the record. You and I are baseball lovers. MLB doesn't do anything right when it comes to trying to to market their stars to market their game they just don't they just seem to be completely out of step with our with our world today yeah a lot of it is just they're they're stuck on tradition and unfortunately if you're stuck on tradition eventually enough people are not going to be around to remember what the tradition was and that's the real issue with them that's the real issue it's always been that way and now they're chasing their tails a little bit trying to figure it out now, granted, the World Series will always rate, Jay. That's never going to go away. But the regular season games of 162, my man, I live in Boston, the Red Sox. The Red Sox this year are fourth in the city with regards to community um, outreach in the sense of, let, let me rephrase that, on how they are perceived in this market. I'm going to say that again. The Boston Red Sox are fourth. It's never going. It's not going to change, Jay. It's just not going to because sooner or later, you and I are going to be gone. We're old farts, dude. We're going to be gone, and everybody's going to go. Yeah, I, d- I didn't grow up with it. I didn't play with it. Okay, that's going to wrap up the first half of the Taylor interview. But don't go anywhere. John and I'll be back with the back nine and wrap up the second half of the Taylor Twillman interview. This is Golf with Jay Delson. Boy, is this housing market! 
tight right now. Are you tired of having the second best bid on your dream home? Call my friend Joe Schieser at 314-628-2015. Joe's been helping my family and I for over 30 years. He closes millions of dollars of business every year, and he will help you understand the importance of a pre-approval letter, inspections, and pricing your home or your offer just right. If you need to buy or sell your home, Joe is your guy. 314-628-2015. That's 314-628-2015. After my knee replacement, I was able to swing the golf club again without any pain. SSM Health Physical Therapy guided me through the rehab process, and when I was ready, one of their specially trained KVEST certified physical therapists put me on the 3D motion capture system. It was awesome. They evaluated my posture, alignment, and the efficiencies of my swing. They gave me golf-specific exercises to help make my swing more efficient and repeatable. Call 800-518-1626. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delson. I want to tell you about a family-owned and operated golf business that's been right here in St. Louis for over 40 years. I'm talking about Pro-Am Golf Center. That's right, Pro-Am Golf Center. I know you know the name, but I'm not sure you know what they really have to offer. They have everything a seasoned golfer like myself could need, all the way down to what a beginner would want. Pro-Am Golf Center has the lowest price in the area for custom club fitting. I just went and visited CJ. He is terrific. If you call them now, mention my name, Jay Delson, you will receive a discount on that already low club fitting price. Their number is 314-647-8054. Ask for CJ, or you can visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency right here in St. Louis that specializes in providing personalized coverage for the client who has a lot going on. At Powers, they understand that you and your life do not fit in a simple box. So guess what? Neither should your insurance coverage. Go to powersinsurance.com or call 314-725-1414 and ask for Tim Davis. That's powersinsurance.com. I am proud to welcome the Gateway section of the PGA back to my show. Whether you're pulling into your favorite driving range, public golf course, or country club, there is an excellent chance that the staff there is part of the over 300 men and women PGA professionals at over 100 facilities that make up our Gateway section. I grew up watching so many of these fine men and women getting to the golf course at dawn, leaving at dusk, spending their entire day running events, giving lessons, and growing this great game. PGA Reach, Drive Chip and Putt, PGA Hope, and the fantastic PGA Junior League are a few of the examples of the programs run by these same PGA professionals. Go to gatewaypga.org to learn more or to find your next PGA professional for your next lesson, go to pga.com. The Gateway PGA, growing the game we love. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're headed to the back nine. It's brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. I just went and saw CJ Oh, gosh, it's been about six or seven days now. Took Luke McLaughlin down there. We had a blast. He's terrific. He's got probably a brand new set of clubs, which we got to talk about because you went to an unbelievable track and had a great experience from what I understand. All right, so we're going to jump to the conclusion of that my interview with Taylor Twillman. So let's shift gears a little bit because you talked about tradition and this. What's I love to get your take on Liv LIV, Greg yeah. Norman, the, 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 I, and I'll share my opinions as well because I'm really, I'm a, I was a huge Jay Monahan fan, our commissioner coming into this, and I'm really disappointed in some of the things we do. But, but Taylor, you talk about tradition, and you know, we look at the other leagues, the NFL and the AFL, and all of the things that have happened across the, the ABA and the NBA, the WHL and the NHL, and all of these leagues that kind of popped up. And now we have Liv, and we have Greg Norman, and we have this disruptor, and he loves that term and loves it to a degree that is a little nauseating for me. But what's your take? 
I'm going to start it with this as we get into it. First off, the biggest thing I have an issue with is the hypocrisy of all the parties involved. And here's what I mean by that. I need the listeners to fully understand where I'm coming from here. Sports washing has been in sports for 35 plus years. F1 racing, soccer around the world. Now all of a sudden sports washing, sports washing now comes into the golf world, which is 99.9% white rich people, and now we have an issue with it. The hypocrisy from the media, the hypocrisy. Listen, if someone wants to go do it, that's fine. That's totally fine. Now, I'm not saying I'm for live. What I'm really struggling with, Jay, is now all of a sudden the standards and the goalposts are now moving from media, the hypocrisy from the PGA Tour, for God's sakes. When you think about the PGA Tour condemning live, condemning everything, and then immediately four months later, Jay Monahan and the parties completely – construct basically the live tour now but it's on the pga tour like it's just the the entire thing the hypocrisy of greg norman like miss me with the disruptor dude like who who are you right you're not the disruptor the saudi money is the disruptor you're the face of it so don't sit here and say take credit for it so that so jay i am struggling with the entire coverage of it because Everyone is being hypocritical of who they are and what they were. Where was this sports washing with Chelsea, with Manchester City, with Newcastle? F1 racing has been literally washing cash for 20-some-odd years. And I know a lot of your listeners have watched the Netflix series. What do you think that is, people? That's washing (laughs) cash. So now all of a sudden, these, these white people, privileged white people, want to go do it and join that party. Now we have a problem with them. Like, wait a minute here. It's either you're against washing or you're not. Where I understand where some of the, the, the I would say, critical comments have come from is, Jay, the disingenuous comments from some of these players making the If you literally just come out and say, you know what, the money was too good, nobody's going to – honestly, no one's going to even talk about you anymore. Andy, and here's my example. Jay, you'll like this. Andy Pettit admitted to steroids. Does anyone talk about Andy Pettit? Nobody does. No. Why? He raised his hand. He said, I needed it. My arm was falling off. I needed I, I didn't want to do the surgery. So it got me through the injury. I did HGH. Moved on. Nobody talks about him anymore because he raised his hand and said, yep, I, he was transparent. Yep. He was honest. So all these guys going to live, just come out and say it. But like Brooks Kepka here at Brookline in Boston comes out and says, I just want to play golf. I just want to do this. Well, not really. You just no. wanted your brother Chase to get a $15 million payday, and then you'd go, which is what happened. So, Jay, it sucks. I love golf. I love the fact that it's open. It's very similar to my sport around the world with promotion relegation, and you got to compete. The Q School is the most underrated competition in the entire world of sports. And so Greg Norman, quote-unquote the disruptor, wants to come in and start a new thing. Sure, go ahead, no problem. But the coverage of it has just driven me nuts because, quite honestly, I don't understand how now all of a sudden sports washing is a bad thing. But the same media people, Jay, that when Chelsea signed Christian Pulisic and another player like, yes, we got him. What do you think Abramovich was doing, people? The analogies that you made with soccer and F1 are fantastic. And the other thing for me, for these players to come out and say, oh, I just want to grow the game. Oh, this is a great opportunity. Oh. Give me a break. Give me a break. The only person that, that, that you know, and it's not one of my favorites, but Pat Perez is like, dude, the money was too high. I'm gone. Yep. This is like a lottery ticket for me. I'm 46 years old. This guy hasn't broken 75 but a couple of times, and he's making all this dough. And I, I don't begrudge them at all for taking the money. I can't stand the way that that they just can't they, they just it's can't so well man said, up. Jay. Jay, it's so well said because Pat Perez, to my to your credit, I watch him. I'm like he owned it. I mean Harold Varner, another one. He literally put an Instagram post and a Twitter post out there just saying, listen, I struggle with it. But my wife said, what do you want to do? And he's like, I'm going to use a lot of this money for my foundation. He owned it. Exactly. He literally owned it. He wasn't disingenuous. He literally raised his hand and said, I'm sorry. I can't turn down this amount of money in my lifetime and not try to use it for good. Now, 
I think all of them, Jay, are going to have a very, very, very difficult time if it stays up. You and I can have another discussion when they don't play in the majors. That's going to be extremely difficult for them because I don't care how much money you make in the world. Nobody has memories when you die. That money doesn't come with you. That money doesn't go with you. None of your goods come with you. What comes with you is the memories and the experiences and what you did and how hard you competed. That's the intangible that nobody can quantify. Nobody. And I'm telling you, Jay, I don't know if you saw it, but did you see A-Rod and Barry Bonds the other night on ESPN2? And they were talking about the Hall of Fame, and everyone wants to sit here and tell me, yeah, but Taylor, look at them. They made $700 million. Really? They give it all away for that. Gr- I saw two grown men that have a huge pit in their stomach of how they are perceived and how their legacy within the game is changed because of those steroids they did. Live Tour, if it doesn't work in, in the world rankings, don't give them enough to get in the majors. Jay, I, I get it. Great. You made $200 million. Awesome. Congrats. What now? Because you're going to be watching every major and every tournament what it is. I, Jay, it's a tough one for me to fully wrap my head around because, honestly, it's changing your sport for, for the, the next at least five to seven years, and I don't, know, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means either, Taylor. I don't see a clear ending here, and you can't tell me. Yeah, so, so now I see next year's schedule supposedly has 14 events. They're going to be all over the place, and God only knows how they're going to be run, how many people are going to see there. But you're not going to tell me that one of these guys isn't going to sit there and watch the memorial event and have Jack Nicholas and Barbara Nicholas and the, the number one family of golf out there running this world-class event on a phenomenally pristine golf course and seeing this great competition and not not, I know to the to the man that they're going to be, damn, I wish I could play that week. I know they are, Taylor. If they're saying they're not, they're full of baloney. They're lying. Yep, they are. They are. Now, granted, you and I both know where's, where it's very different, Jay, and this is something that only you can speak of, is golfers are mercenaries. It's up to you. There's no team. There's no union. There's no collective bargaining. And so the hard thing for people to wrap their heads around, especially – when I'm at ESPN talking to the NFL and the hockey guys, and even some of the basketball guys that are now so much into golf where I think over the last 20 years that sport's gotten into more golf than ever, Jay, they don't fully understand how, how you guys operate. It's up to you, my man. It's only you. It's you and your caddy, and you're on the golf course. You're mercenaries. And so for those players to be offered that amount of money, I get the human element. I totally understand that. Golfers are not given guaranteed cash. You got to play. You and I both know the players yeah. at the highest of levels, dude, they're making guaranteed money. At the end of the day, I'm talking more golf than I ever have talked in my entire career. You know, I could talk to the wall. In fact, I do talk to the wall sometimes. But, man, I, I don't know where we're going with this. And, and, I, and, Jay, and I, I don't Jay, know what it means. more people at ESPN are talking golf than ever. And I've been there 13 years. So everyone's talking golf. And everyone's having the conversation. And I'll end this with it. I go back to my point. Everyone's been hypocritical about it. Now, all of a sudden, sports washing is a bad thing. Yeah. Now, where, where the hell have all of you been for the last 30-some-odd years with F1 sports racing and world soccer, football, it, clubs? Sports washing's always been there. Now you're concerned about it? That's where the conversation started but the conversation is going to have to end at some point it's going to have to end with a middle ground so the viewer and the consumer which is also the most important part <laughs> right. is engaged with your product because if you separate the tours you're you're literally separating the fan base and the ratings have already shown that with the pga tour events that have been happening without the live tour players i don't care if you like them or not bryson dechambeau is electrifying you want to watch him. You want to watch him. You want him on your tour. Like, miss me with all this. Patrick Reed, whether he's a cheater or not, he's he's electric. He's engaged. There's something there. You want your guys playing in the big events. The consumer's going to honestly be the ones that hurt here, Jay. And that's the worst part because then 
ultimately you're stunning the growth of your league and you're stunning the growth of your sport. Yep, 100%. And, you know, Patrick Reed wears the black hat on the tour. Everybody likes watching the guy with the black hat every once in a while. And the guy yep. can play, and he's and he's mouthy, and he's this and he's that. I, I mean – You need villains, Jay. Yep. We need villains. We can't all be – like, you need villains. Villains sometimes are the best athletes in the world, and they're the ones that you want to watch the most. You know, it's interesting, Dale. The best two players in the last – 25 years on the PGA Tour have brought more drama and more controversy into golf than Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, Raymond Floyd, uh, Ben Hogan did combined. It's it's an amazing world we live in, and with Twitter and everybody having a voice, it's never-ending soon. No, it's not. Taylor, my man, I could sit here and talk to you. I only got an hour, and we're already burned up 45 minutes. <laughs> I, so like I'm a not, normal Thanksgiving dinner. And I know, right. And you and I are screaming at each other, and we're having so much fun, and we're all passionate about whatever the hell we're talking about, whether we're pitching pennies or we're trying to see who can eat the fastest. Who the hell knows? But yep. we all do it, and it's a lot of fun. I so appreciate your time. Please keep doing what you're doing. And St. Louis City and soccer coming, the big-time soccer coming back to St. Louis is so exciting for our family and for the city. I just can't wait. Oh, it's going to be a blast. And for the listeners at home, Jay and I have one thing in common, often wrong, seldom in doubt. Okay, folks, that'll wrap up the back nine. But don't go anywhere. John and I will be right back with the 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delson. Hey, we have just crowned our 2022 champion, and boy, what a champion he is. Padraig Harrington took away the Ascension Charity Classic trophy, and the three-time major winner also grabbed the $300,000 winner's first place check. We are already ramping up for our 2023 version on September 5th through 12th at Norwood Hills Country Club. The final numbers are still being calculated, but the real winner's are our North County community and our associated charities. They are Mary Grove, the Urban League, and the Boys and Girls Club of St. Louis. We hope to donate over $1 million to these folks this year. We don't want to leave out PGA Reach and the First Tee as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, St. Louis, for all of your support and all you do to make this possible. Well, we just wrapped up our second Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson at Norwood Hills. Guys, one of the highlights of the massive hospitality presence was our veterans and first responders viewing deck brought to you by Marcone. Final numbers are not in yet, but as of the Friday before the tournament, September 2nd, we had over 700 of our men, women, first responders, and firefighters apply for their complimentary tickets. Wow, what a great turnout. Thank you, Marcone, for all you do in our community. And by the way, the Marcone viewing deck idea is now being implemented at other tour events. Shondalyn Hutchison was admitted to the emergency department at SSM Health, St. Louis University Hospital for unusual swelling, cramping, and tremendous pain in her legs life-threatening blood clots were discovered. Immediately, Dr. Keith Piera, a vascular interventional radiologist specializing in minimally evasive procedures to treat blocked arteries, was brought in to see Ms. Hutchison. He then discovered that Shondalyn suffered uterine fibroids as well, often so debilitating that it would keep her from working. Dr. Piera quickly treated Shondalyn in both areas. It was amazing and immediate recovery occurred. Shondalyn is now fully recovered and working and thriving. Thank you, Dr. Piera and SSM Health, St. Louis University Hospital. SSM Health has been helping the greater St. Louis area for over 150 years. Please sign up to play in their SSM Health Foundation Open at Norwood Hills on June 13th. I've been looking for over three years for the perfect place to be the official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, and the search is over. Please welcome the loading dock to the show. What a great place it is. It is located at the confluence of the Mississippi and Illinois rivers in beautiful Grafton, Illinois. Their patio is killer with seating for over 800, and every weekend the loading dock has the area's best live music. There's no reservations required, 
They have overnight lodging available, and they also have an ice skating rink in the winter months. And don't forget about the super cool Riverside Flea Market, which happens the fourth weekend of each month from April through October. If you're into antiques and collectibles, you got to check it out. The Grafton Ferry runs directly from St. Charles County to within steps of our parking lot. Go check out the loading dock and say hello to my buddy Peter Allen. He is a great guy, good golfer, and a lover of the game. Call 618-556-7951 or visit them on the web at graftonloadingdock.com for more information on their live music schedule, the Riverside Flea Market, and more. The Loading Dock, the new official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Hey, Jay and John are here. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're headed to the 19th hole, brought to you by our friends at the Loading Dock. Uh, folks, put it on your calendar. It's Saturday, October 23rd, John and I will be doing a live broadcast from the Loading Dock. Stay tuned to uh, the show uh, for more details. And John, next Sunday, we're going to be doing a live at Wild Crush. I'm loving it. I'm looking forward to it. I know Wild well, Crush a little bit, but I've never been to the loading dock, so I'm looking forward to both of the events. We're uh, we're 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 getting some uh, caravans together. We got some peeps going to both uh, to Wild Crush and to the loading dock. It's going to be a blast. So, um, Pearl, any other parting shots that you want to uh, chat about with Taylor and uh, his? I guess, John, what I was really am, and he hit home so strongly to me at least was about the Saudi and all the other sports washing that's been going on for years and years and doesn't understand why everybody is so sensitive now that they're involved in the game of golf. Well, you and I have talked about that. We, we, we haven't really been buying into that part of it either. I, I liked, he also doesn't like the kind of hypocritical vantage points or, or, or stories that the players and the PGA is telling and that kind of stuff. But one place I want to really challenge you guys, and we've talked on this a little bit, is when he's talking and you're talking about, well, we should have approached Greg Norman differently. We could have started. We could have shared seasons. My opinion, Greg Norman's uh, uh, ego and maybe the ego of the PGA Tour as well. There's nobody's going to share. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's any hope in anything like that. That's just my two cents. But when I when I've heard that I, that argument, I just sit there and go, not a chance. Is the argument that, hey, maybe you should have given it a shot? Okay, maybe. But I think giving it a shot from the PGA standpoint is you're, you're automatically offering a sense of credibility, if you will. And, and I don't think that that's the, the right hand that they wanted to play either. Um, so I, I just think with the – I don't know Tim Finchin. Uh, you, you mean Jay Monahan? Jay Monahan. Jay, Mon- yep. Jay Monahan. Yep. I didn't know Tim Finchin either for the <laughs> record, but I definitely know Jay, Jay Monahan either. I don't know him, but what I, what I know of Greg Norman – Again, great player, uh, great sportsman, et cetera, but ego the size of whatever room you're in. Yeah, John, I spent obviously way too much time on this, and the only thing that I could think of that would be some way of coexisting was that way because try to keep some of our sponsors intact, try to keep some of the tradition of the PGA Tour intact, and try to fold this thing in. But I, to your point, it was a long shot at best that, A, the PGA Tour not even – amicable to that decision and greg norman i don't think would have gone for it either well and if he if he did he would have said great i got my foot in it won't be any too long before i got the whole thing so yeah i just don't see that as a starting point because they already know his mo this isn't the first time down this path for him no it's not you're you're absolutely right all right so john one of the things i want to talk about and we don't have a lot of time to talk about this but i did some digging about what are some of the cooler things that people may not know about tour players and their caddies and stuff that goes on on the PGA tour. And I started thinking about how cool it is once a player and their caddy win together and the tradition of taking the 18th hole flag and the flag stick home with them to the caddies as a sort of memento. And, uh, and it's like the, 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 is it is like the supercharged trophy for a PGA Tour caddy to get that 18th uh, hole flag, to get their player to sign it for them. And there's all sorts of drama around this. First of all, they tried to, I read an article, they tried to figure out where this was started and nobody could come up with the origin of it. They just know that, oh gosh, it's been around as long as we can remember. Second of all, there's a funny story about Pete Bender, who used to caddy for Greg Norman. And in 1986, Norman won the British Open at Turnberry. 
and they're standing on the 18th green and the uh, Pete is trying to unscrew the flag. You know how they've got that little washer and nut on the top of the uh, top of the flagstick holding onto the flag. And he's trying to, he's trying to take it off. And all of a sudden the greenskeeper from Turnberry runs up and says, what are you doing? And he goes, this is the 18th old flag. And we just won the tournament. This is my souvenir, my trophy. And the guy snatches it out of his hand and takes off running. He goes, you're not taking this one. So he didn't get it. So Greg and Pete Bender, along with Greg's wife, are sitting in the crowd the next day. And, and Pete tells them the story. And Greg says, go down on the green right now and go get the cup out of the hole. So Pete runs down there, gets a screwdriver, plops the cup out of the hole, and he's got that cup that uh, was on that's the awesome. 18th, 18th green that's as a souvenir. That's, 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 that's even a better souvenir. I like that. And, and then there was a bunch of drama. I don't know if you read the Mickelson book, but Phil would never let Bones have any of the flags. He wound up taking them all himself and giving them to grandparents. Just some some really odd stuff. But um, I really think that tradition is really cool. I've only won two tournaments of note, you know, where that was a thing. But getting that flagstick and that flag on the 18th and having my caddy take it, see how proud he was. And, you know, it's almost like you came through the battle and you made it out. And (laughs) I got a nice fat check and some other cool memories and they did too, but they got the flags, the flagstick and the flag. And it, it was, I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty, pretty neat. I thought it's interesting because I don't know if people know about that. Well, and I think uh, it's been going on at least for quite a many years, I would, I would guess. But uh, when Hideki's uh, caddy did it at the Masters, it kind of bowed to the golf course, if you remember. That kind of took it to the next level as far as a tradition and maybe more, maybe a, a tradition that was more identified by the general public because they played that scene in that picture a lot. That was an awesome picture. Well, and there was so much respect, and there was just so much you could tell, like this caddy was super humbled by the whole experience and that he was getting to, you know, to do this. And obviously it was, um, I mean, maybe it planned it out in his mind, but we'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah, no, I, I think it's awesome. And, you know, you, you, you could talk about the caddies probably all day long. Most of those guys are out there for the, the experience to be in the, in the ropes, you know, yeah, they want some, they want money. Of course, everybody needs money to live, but that next level, and if they can take something with them that they can have forever, make that kind of special, that goes a long way. That goes a real long way. It absolutely does. Pearl, that is going to do it. We got another show in the books. Well, actually, thanks for doing this with me, and we will be back at them next week, Pearl. Sounds good. Sounds good. Have a great week. All right, hit them straight, St. Louis. Hey, we have just crowned our 2022 champion, and boy, what a champion he is. Padraig Harrington took away the Ascension Charity Classic trophy and the three-time major winner also grabbed the $300,000 winner's first place check. We are already ramping up for our 2023 version on September 5th through 12th at Norwood Hills Country Club. The final numbers are still being calculated, but the real winners are our North County community and our associated charities. They are Mary Grove, the Urban League, and the Boys and Girls Club of St. Louis. We hope to donate over $1 million to these folks this year. We don't want to leave out PGA Reach and the First Tee as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, St. Louis, for all of your support and all you do to make this possible. Hey, do you like wine? Have you heard about the hottest new wine bar in St. Louis? It's called Wild Crush Wine Bar, and it's located in town and country on Clayton Road, just behind the Straubs. Have you ever experienced self-dispensing wine machines? Well, they are here. The only place in St. Louis and most of Missouri that you'll find them, and it's at Wild Crush. You can choose your size of pour, and Wild Crush will pour the freshest wine in the area for you. The organic argon gas system used at Wild Crush keeps this wine pristinely fresh for up to 60 days. So if you're tired of drinking wine that's been open for a few days, come into Wild Crush for the best and freshest wine selection in the area. Go to wildcrushstl.com and come have one with us. 
I am proud to welcome the Gateway section of the PGA back to my show. Whether you're pulling into your favorite driving range, public golf course, or country club, there is an excellent chance that the staff there is part of the over 300 men and women PGA professionals at over 100 facilities that make up our Gateway section. I grew up watching so many of these fine men and women getting to the golf course at dawn, leaving at dusk, spending their entire day running events, giving lessons, and growing this great game. PGA Reach, Drive Chip and Putt, PGA Hope, and the fantastic PGA Junior League are a few of the examples of the programs run by these same PGA professionals. Go to gatewaypga.org to learn more or to find your next PGA professional for your next lesson, go to pga.com. The Gateway PGA, growing the game we love. This has been Golf with Jay Delsing. To learn more about Jay and the services he can provide any golfer, visit jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in golf equipment, get tips from a PGA pro, and you'll learn more about the game of golf. That's jdelsinggolf.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're gonna pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.